the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Power. We all want power. So how do we get it? Join us. We'll tell you how next on Times of Refreshing. Quote Tim Allen on home improvement, we all want more power. Oh, oh, oh. More power. How do you get more power, spiritually speaking especially? As Christians, that's what we should be longing for. And there is, as we'll find out today, power in the name of Jesus. Welcome to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore. We'd invite you to join us today as we take again another look at the power in the name of Jesus. With this edition of Times of Refreshing, our teacher and pastor now. Once again, here's Pastor Napoleon. The name of Jesus, when it's invoked in baptism, it affects change. Peter said, and I love this, he said, now must what, what must be do? And he tells them, every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. This is, he tells them to repent, and then he tells them to be baptized. Identify yourself with Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Acts chapter 3. We're going to see this also. Because one of the things that we've seen in church is, uh, and I think that all of us, we have to pay closer attention to this. Jesus wants us to be made whole. And not just spiritually. He wants us to be made whole spiritually, but also emotionally Physically, the Lord loves to come in and affect change in our physical bodies and to bless us and to heal us. You know, it's just the grace of God and the mercy of God that all of us are alive now with all the germs and the stuff and the stuff we eat, the stuff that's even in foods that you don't know about. Can I have an amen? It's just the mercy of God. But, what, but I want you to see here the effect of the name of Jesus when it comes to healing, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple of the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. It says, Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him, with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he says, rise up and walk. You may be broke in this room, but God will still use you to invoke the power of the name of Jesus Christ. He says, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, 
I give unto you. What did he have? He had the power of the name of Jesus Christ to invoke change and healing in this man's life. Look what happens. It says, and he took him, verse 7, by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately, somebody say immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping and what? Praising God. Why? Because these individuals knew the power of the name of Jesus. They knew the authority of the name of Jesus. They knew the the, uh, impact and the effect of the name of Jesus. And I love this because this man, when he was sitting there, he was expecting to receive something. He just didn't know he was going to get that. And I think for all of us, when we get, we create a, a culture of expectancy When we create a culture where we believe God for healing and the power of God to be effective as we release the name of Jesus, something happens, saints. And we have to embrace this so that it doesn't matter who's praying for you on the altar. Can I have an amen? It doesn't matter who. I know that if they're praying in the name of Jesus, that I'm releasing my faith because something is about to happen. I like this. And I think we've got to get this back. This is what these people did. This is what the saints of God did in times past. They believed God and the name of Jesus Christ was effective for healing. Saints, pray over your kids for healing. Believe God for healing over your family. Husbands, pray over your wives. Pray over each other. Say, pray for me. Can I have an amen? Pray, pray for all of us. We need to pray for each other. Because there's power in the name of there's power in the name of Jesus. He just walked in there and he said, rise up and walk. Ooh, ooh, I almost broke the system. My bad. Rise up and walk. But I think it's, it's important that all of us here, we get this in our hearts and minds, that there's power in the name of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 4, and we're going to look at verses 8 on down to 12. These individuals, Peter and John had been arrested, and... They're standing before the Sanhedrin, and Peter begins to rise up and say some things. And I think this is another point that we've got to really have in our hearts. It says in verse 8, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and the elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man by, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, and whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here perfect before you whole. This is a stone which is rejected by the you builders, which was become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be what? There's no other name. Salvation comes through the release of the name of Jesus. When people understand the power of who Jesus is, his character, his reputation, his fame, his authority, his power, his nature, and they're willing to repent of their sins and accept all that he is, salvation comes and it comes mightily. The problem is, is this, and I want to say this as a pastor, We've majored on a bunch of stuff that has 
has nothing to do with people getting converted and getting saved. I want to say this. Preaching politics is not going to get people saved. Preaching about your favorite denomination or favorite preacher is not going to get people saved. You got to know Jesus and the power of the name of Jesus and invoke the name of Jesus and share Jesus with people. Can I have an amen? I love this building. I love ministry and I love this building and all this stuff and it's cute and it's pretty and praise the Lord. But at the, name of the, at the, at the end of the day, if people aren't walking in this building and getting a glimpse at the name of Jesus and who Jesus is and how powerful he is and what he can do and what he's trying to do. Can you guys hear me out there? Turn it up. Come on, man. Come on, man. And what he's trying to do, what are we going to do? That's what it's all about. That's why we're here, because we want people to experience salvation and understand the power of the name of Jesus Christ and what he can do in their life to bring healing and deliverance and salvation and freedom, because Jesus is powerful, he's awesome, he's mighty, he's glorious, he's a savior, he loves you, he cares about, can I have an amen in this place? That's why we're here. Thank God for our building, and I praise God. People come and praise God. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're on a mission here. And it's about helping people to understand that there's no salvation in any other name. Not Buddha. Not Muhammad. Not Confucius. Not, not, not any of this. Not the president. Not your favorite preacher. It's Jesus. Salvation is in Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. If you got an addiction, Jesus. If you need a healing in your body, Jesus. If you need a breakthrough in your finances, Jesus. If you want your children to be saved. I've been, I've been meditating on this all week because we got to get back to what this thing is all about. It's about him, y'all. It's about salvation in the name of Jesus. We're going to build buildings. We're going to go places. We're going to travel the world. But the focus is, can we get people to understand who Jesus is, to know the power of his name? Salvation's in his name. And we got to know him and we got to know his name so that we can, we can do what he's asking us to do. Acts chapter 9, verse 26 on down to 30. I want you to see this. And so we see baptism. We see healing. We see salvation. But this is, this is good also. It says it here in verse 26 on down to 30. Paul has just been converted. Saul, who's now called Paul, has been converted. And he goes forth to represent the Lord. Limited in his knowledge, but yet he has zeal and passion to see people's lives change. And it says in verse 26. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem. He tried to join the disciples. But they were all afraid of him. And did not believe that he was a disciple. Why? Because he persecuted Christians. And he killed them. He saw them thrown into prison. But Jesus intervened in his life. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. And declared to them. How he had seen the Lord on the road. And that he had spoken to him. And how he had preached boldly at Damascus. In the name of who? Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and out and going out. And he spoke boldly in the name of who? The, the Lord Jesus. And disputed against the Hellenists, the Greek-speaking Jews, but they attempted to kill him. And the brethren found out they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. 
Saints, this is powerful because he, he immediately, he, he speaks in the name of Jesus and there's a boldness that comes upon him because of the revelation that he has of the name of Jesus. He understood the Roman culture. He understood the, the, the culture of Israel and Jerusalem. He understood that when it was, it was, when something was stamped in the name of Caesar, when something was stamped with authority and government and power, it affected change in the natural. Well, he realized that Jesus Christ was King of Kings and Lord of Lords now in his life. And there was authority not only in the natural, but also in the spirit. And saints, it's the same thing. He gets this revelation and the revelation causes him to be bold. Stop thinking that you are in the minority all the time. I mean, people may be speaking louder than we are, but just because you speak loud doesn't mean you got a lot of authority. I got a little dog. His name is Tanner. He's about that big. He's a little dog. I love my dog. But Tanner barks loud. But be honest with you, if somebody broke in the, heart, in the house, what's he going to do? I mean, he might be a good siren. Boy, he going to bite somebody's pinky toe. What I'm saying is that just because you bark loud doesn't mean you got a lot of authority and power. And I think what happens for us is, you know, we have people that have their agendas and they're barking loud, but it doesn't mean that they're going to win in the end. It doesn't mean that they have the authority and power. And so for all of us here, we have to be very, very sensitive about this because when you, when you look here, it is very, very clear that he had this revelation and this revelation caused him to be bold. Being bold doesn't mean that you have to be always loud. You see? And I think for us, we've got to get this down in our spirit that God wants us to be bold. I'm not turning the gospel a different way to make you feel comfortable. I'm not drawing back from a certain position to make you feel, to feel accepted. I'm, I'm going to stick with what Jesus said and be bold in speaking that like John the Baptist did. Can I have an amen? And his boldness ultimately got him thrown in prison. But I'd rather stand for God than compromise my character and integrity before God. Because at the end of the day, you're going to stand, have to stand before God. Stand for God. So when you stand before God... Then God says, come on in. You did a great job. Amen. Stephen, who was stoned to death, stood for God and Jesus stood for him. Amen. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We've got to get this in our minds that God wants us to be bold. Don't you pull back on what God's asking you to do as a saint. True revelation of his name should cause you and I to be a little bit more bold when we walk on the scene. Because you know you're not coming alone. You're not in this alone. Jesus is with you. He's walking with you. He's on your side. And he will be on your side. In your marriage, in your home, in your business, in life, in society. Walk on the scene as though you're coming representing the king. The righteous are as bold as a lion. And so we thank God for that. Amen. I'm going to close by saying this. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. On down to 11. We're going to close this out. And today we're going to spend some time and we're going to pray for the sick and open the altars. And so you altar workers, get ready. We're going to just lay hands and minister to some people in the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 2. And I want everyone to see this. Just hear this, saints. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 5. Verse 6. Who being in the form of God. 
did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming the likeness of men. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and came, became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God, our Father, also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. I want to stop right there. Saints, it doesn't matter how powerful people are in the natural, how much authority they possess, um, whether you are running China, United States of America, Israel, Europe. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how powerful you may think you are. God has given Jesus the name that is above every name. It doesn't matter how popular you are. It doesn't matter how many cars you drive. It does not matter how many houses you possess, how many fancy vacations you can go on. It does not matter how much money you have in the bank. It doesn't matter if it's the richest person that's on the face of this earth, individuals over in and, uh, uh, you know, various countries that have all these oil wealth and all these. It does, there's one name that is above every single name. And it has to be clear from our standpoint, this is the God that we serve. This is the Lord that we serve. And that we have, we have become his bride we have become his body. We have become his children. We are the temple and we are the, the temple of the spirit of God. Amen. When Jesus Christ comes back to the earth, he's coming back for a church that is without spot or wrinkle. The Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against my church. The church is not a building. The church is you people that are sitting in these pews that have been blood washed and blood bought and know Jesus and fall in love with Jesus, have been baptized in the name of Jesus. This is what happens, saints. We have to get this in our mind that there is no other name. Stop being intimidated by the devil. Therefore, God has holy, highly exalted him, verse 9, and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on the earth. That's what I'm saying. Invoking the name of Jesus doesn't have just an impact on the heavens. It has an impact in the earth. And it doesn't just have an impact in the earth, but also in the heaven. When you start using the name of Jesus, angels respond. Jeez, demons tremble at the name of Jesus. They don't understand the power of the name. They know the power of the name. They know the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Satan himself buckles at the power of the name of Jesus. We got to realize that the authority that we have in Jesus' name. Can, can y'all see I'm a little fired up this morning? Because I love the power of the name of Jesus. And he says here, he says of those on the earth and of those under the earth, look at verse 11, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord Amen. to the glory of God the Father. God did it. And for us here in this room, um, it's time that we start studying more about his name. 
Become acquainted with it. So that when we walk out as, as victorious people, knowing that we serve a God that has never lost a battle, <laughs> that has never failed. That has never come in second. When Jesus died, the devil thought he had won, but he really had lost. Can I have an amen? He lost you. 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 He lost him on the camera. He lost him on the camera. He He lost all of us. Because the power of the name of Jesus brought salvation and reconciliation and healing and deliverance because of Jesus. We don't preach about Jesus enough. We don't teach about Jesus enough. We don't talk about Jesus enough. We come to church sometime and we, I want to hear something cute for my marriage. And I want to, you know, you know, I want to, no, that's cool. We're going to do that too, just a little bit. But we're going to magnify the name of Jesus in this place. Can we stand up and give Jesus some praise right now in this room? Come on, y'all. Somebody needs to praise him this, this morning because there's power. Come on, clap your hands and open your mouth and let God know that you love him. That he saved you. And it was because of the power of the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and say, God, I thank you. For the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, let's bless him this morning. He died for you. He rose for you. Was buried for you. He walks with you. He talks with you. He loves you. He forgave you. He's all over you. He's in you. Somebody needs to praise him right now. Because you was on a, a highway that was leading to death but Jesus came and said let there be light let there be life let there be redemption let there be healing let there be deliverance because of the power of the name of Jesus I thank God for the Raiders but Jesus saved me I thank God for can I have an amen I thank God, but it was Jesus that came down when I was in the midst of my sin and said, let there be light. Somebody's getting free right now as you begin to just praise him for what he did in your life. This is what he's done for you. My wife can go to the bank and cast a check in the bank account because we both got the same name. When you speak as the bride of Christ, you're not just speaking in your name. You got his name now. Mrs. Kaufman, can I help you, Mrs. Kaufman? Can I help you, Mrs. Kaufman? Yeah, you can help Mr. Kaufman. That's what I'm talking about. Now... When you come on the scene, you get to use his name. Tell, I'm telling y'all saints, y'all better start using the name. When your back is against the wall, just remember you're not walking in your own name. Come on, think about it, saints. 
If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You've received a new identity. You received a new name. You've received a new commission, a new calling. It's the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. That these men that changed the world, Peter and Paul, part of the reason why they were so successful is because they knew the power and authority of your name. Lord, may we embrace, we embrace this. So the Lord, that when we speak, we speak boldly in the name. When we lay hands on the sick, we pray boldly in the name of Jesus. When we baptize people, we, we are, we're, we're affecting change because of the power of the name. And Lord, when we, when we lead people to Christ, we're leading them because of the power of the name of Jesus. We thank you today, Jesus, for dying for us, giving us access to the name that is above every name. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Mm-hmm.